Welcome, Divine Expander, to The Riley June Show. As your host, I am dedicated to helping you unlock your soul's gifts, consciousness, and live a life of true divine expansion. As a psychic medium, spiritual mentor, and conscious healer, I have learned through self-practice and activating thousands of women with my work what it's like to truly harness and embody your soul's gifts. If you're looking for self-mastery, life purpose, and the confidence to live life aligned, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in and lean into your soul's truth in all ways. Hello, my beautiful souls. So today, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, I'm coming live from the trailer. We have a lot of really big changes coming up that I will speak to as they unfold, but know that you are probably going to be seeing me on the road (laughs) sooner or later here and likely a lot more sooner than we expect. But this is a good thing because we have a new plan of maybe doing some traveling. Today, I want to dive into some of the current global things that are unfolding in the world, some of the emotions that individuals are being invited to really move through and sit with, and why you're likely feeling drained, um, upset, and even depressed, and what is um, what's coming, and, and not just what's coming negatively, but what we're really being invited into on the other side of these unfoldings. So we have some big waves that are coming forth in our world. And I'm excited to do this video for you today because I think that I offer a really different spin than most people do. And we see uh, people talk about these topics and there's going to be code words because I don't want to get shadow banned. (laughs) We can spread the truth and not get (laughs) deplatformed. So we're going to be talking about some of these things and yeah, we're just going to dive in. This is going to be an unedited version, um, but I'm excited for this. So it's probably one of my most requested videos is to talk on the topics in the world. I keep most of this stuff off of Instagram and Facebook um, because I get shadow banned often, or at least I was when I was talking about it. And, you know, there's a really great way to bring light and spread truth and, you know, play within the rules. So that's what we're going to be doing today. And um, hopefully this inspires you that this helps bring you guidance and clarity and understanding. And this paints a new picture of getting ahead of some of the likely things to come and uh, what what comes beyond that as well, which is going to be good things. Um, so before we dive in, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode, and that is Golden Code. A Golden Code is a high vibrational jewelry line. I am actually wearing one of their pieces right now. I wear it often. I wear it when I'm channeling. I'm wear- I wear it when I do readings. I typically wear it in the mornings when I do all my meditations, if I take the time to get myself ready first. <laughs> and they are just such a beautiful, beautiful company. I love their pieces because I have a multitude of them. And I am friends with the owner, but most importantly, this woman is an incredible, incredible being. She overcame so many things in her life to get her to this point today where she channeled through the beautiful line that you see golden code and 
it has transformed a lot of people's lives just from them wearing the jewelry, the power you feel, the protection you feel, the anchoring you feel. It is truly something to experience, even just from simply holding the golden packaging that you get when it comes to you in the mail. You already feel the connection to these pieces, so you can't go wrong. If you use the code AFF15, you can save 15% off your order, and you can check that out via my show notes. All right. Let's just get into it and let's dive in. So I typically would have notes in front of me, but I'm just going to let this flow through. So we have this, let's start with talking to the emotions, the deep-seated emotions that individuals are really moving through right now. In our current global transition for the last year and a half, and I've talked about this a few times, um, we have been conditioned to be hypervigilant. So we're constantly awaiting this like next thing, this next thing, this next thing. And if you watch any form of news or, or um, you know, even go down the rabbit holes on TikTok or Instagram or hashtags or all the things, we see all these predictions, these predictions, these predictions, these predictions, and and what's coming. And they're always painted in this like negative, you know, survivalistic light, right? And I'm not saying they're not wrong, but I am saying that there's a way to look at these things that are likely to unfold with hope in mind. Because when we lose hope, we lose ourselves. There's no like, how do I want to word this? We just lose the ability to see beyond the experience. And even if you've ever experienced something in your life where it's traumatic or it's very difficult or it's very strenuous, right? You're going through it. And so you're in the challenge and you see the challenge and it's hard to see the hope on the other side. And through this episode, I'm going to inspire you to find and seek the hope on the other side because it never left. It's always there. God is always there watching over you. And through every challenge you have had, I would almost guarantee that you have prayed or called out to God. And this is going to be no different in these circumstances unfolding. So I'm not necessarily going to go into all the things, but I am going to oversight some of the things that are likely to come just from trends and patterns that we're seeing unfolding in the world without going in to connect all the dots because there is just so much of it. And if you've spent any time looking into these things, um, at this point, I'm not going to say it's irrelevant because it is important to be prepared, but you just have to like ask yourself, like, what is the value of me constantly looking at these things? Right. So if you see something coming about food shortages, well, okay, like let's sit down as a family or as a single person and let's look at what it looks like to prepare food or dry storage and water and things like that. Right. Like these things are either going to take you down a path of fear or they're going to take you into ascension of love. And so it's your job then to to really sit with your values and really sit with what you're consuming and really sit with what is going to allow and help you to move forward. My husband is like the best at empowering people and he's listening to me record this and he's like, yo, give me that mic. <laughs> okay, let's just give him the mic for a sec. And then we're going to go back to no, no, no. the- you're doing? you're doing good. This is just brought to you in part by <laughs> that little guy with- a cup of Tim Hortons coffee for you USA folks. It's just another shitty cup of coffee. (laughs) Okay. So let's go to the emotions that are coming up for people. And this is a really strong one. And this is one that I'm finding with a lot of my clients, they're having a hard time identifying, but once they can see the consistency and the pattern that it's coming up, um, it's really easy for them to move through. So that's what we're going to work on first. So first and foremost, on an individual level, I know 
I went a little scattered on you, but I'm going to reel this back in here for a sec. So on an individual level, a lot of people are really moving through the emotion of betrayal right now. They're feeling betrayed by their country. They're feeling betrayed by their government. They're feeling betrayed by their friends and their families and their policies and their working environments. And they're overall just feeling very betrayed. Now, betrayal can present itself as depression and overwhelm and frustration and anger and sadness. But when you get down to the root of why you're feeling anger and sadness and frustration and overwhelm and anxiety, it comes back to betrayal. For the last almost two years now, we've been conditioned to be hypervigilant. So we're on our toes, constantly looking for that next thing and, you know, wanting to get ahead of the story and wanting to get ahead of this and wanting to know what's coming next and needing to know, needing to know, needing to know, needing to know. And this is kind of going to bridge into a bigger segment that I'm going to talk about when it comes to like psychics and how psychics can be a really powerful tool in your life, but they're not the answer. When you rely on a psychic to always tell you what's coming next in your life, that's a beautiful moment for you to stop and reflect on why you don't trust yourself or where you've lost, 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 there's the word faith in God showing and providing for you. Um, but I'm going to do another segment on that this week, actually Tuesday to Thursday on my Instagram live, I'm going to be doing a dark, dark to light series. And it's going to talk about all the, um, some, some standards in the industry that I really believe and feel like we need to start creating, especially as light workers and way showers and light leaders. Um, we are setting the standard. This, sta- this industry is unregulated. And so that's what I'm going to be doing this week. So you can come and tune into that as well. But at the root of our experience right now, people are really moving through the energy or the emotion of betrayal. And when it comes to betrayal, people feel very let down. They feel very isolated. They feel very singled out. They feel like those people that they've given their life to, they dedicated to the plans. They've showed up last minute. They've done all these things for, you know, they put in the long hours. They are the mother, the father, the brother, the sister, the child to, They're feeling betrayed and let down because people are either not in your corner or they're fighting you on your values and your views, or they're disagreeing with you, or they even don't even want any part of you, or in some cases, workplaces are completely forcing you out. And that can feel very hard when your world gets completely shaken by betrayal. And so when it comes to this emotion, what it's actually presenting for us is where we have been betraying ourselves. You see, when you go on a spiritual journey, when you find your connection with God, what you start to learn is that in every single thing you experience from the highs of the highs to the lows of the lows, that there is something being mirrored right back to you. So if you have someone in your life who's cheating on you, who's spending your money, who's you know breaking your trust, who's doing negative things, who's not showing up for you, There is something within you, there is an action, a behavior, a belief, a value that you have where you are equally doing that for yourself. So when presented in your external reality, because we are visual people, we see things with our eyes, so we need to see it to process it, or at least that works how we've been trained to observe and work within our reality. We're learning to break that now with our clairvoyant abilities um, and our ascension and manifestation and visualization. But as we are starting to learn to break those conditions and patterns, we are learning that what we are seeing is a direct reflection of what's within us. And so within the energy of betrayal, it's really powerful, impactful, and important for you to look to yourself where you are betraying yourself. Now that could be that, that diet, that detox, that commitment, that weight loss journey that you have said that you're going to go on for 10 years, but constantly don't do. It could be the five minutes of journaling that you keep wanting to do in the morning, but you don't do. It could be, you know, the decision that you're wanting to make when it comes to 
whatever it is, but you just keep not doing. And so it's going to show up for you in your external reality and sometimes in very uncomfortable or unideal ways because at the root of the experience, what you're being shown and you're asked to see is where you can find a deeper self-connection and learn to follow through with your commitments. Because when you follow through with your commitments, your life will unfold and unravel and work out in that same pattern, right? Everything that we do is going to reflect outside of us. So if there's something outside of us that we don't like, then we must go within us to find that connection and, and change our mind, change our behavior, change our pattern. So within the energy of betrayal, there is this this outwardly expressive disappointment that individuals are facing. But what you can do about it as a, as a, what's the word I want to use? As an ascended healing person on a spiritual journey is learn through your betrayal that you're facing, through your anger you're facing, through your frustration you're facing, through your overwhelm, through your sadness that you're facing, is that it is always turning you back inwards. And self-accountability becomes your greatest asset. It is greater than the most amount of money you could ever possibly fathom in your bank. It is greater than the deepest relationship that you could ever possibly have or spiritual connection. When you have self-accountability, you have it all. Because you're no longer going to blame outside of yourself the things that aren't going your way. You're always going to be willing to look at yourself first And in that, you will be much more willing and likely to make the decisions necessary and needed to correct or adjust the way your reality is. So if you're feeling betrayed by someone who you have constantly, 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 constantly given your time and your money and your effort and all the things and taking the work off and, you know, made all the arrangements and moved all the plans for to always accommodate this person. And you're coming to find that your values aren't aligning at this time and they're turning their back on you and they want nothing to do with you. And they're, you know, they're pushing you away. Well, where in your life have you also said, well, I'm not going to help them anymore and I'm not going to do this anymore and I don't feel valued here anymore, but you keep doing the thing anyways. So in self-accountability, you look at this person's betrayal and instead of feeling it so deeply and stretching out that emotional experience and carrying it over into your days and your weeks and your months and feeling deeper seated and embedding a deeper seated uh, experience of betrayal, you look to yourself and you say, okay, this is really shitty. I really don't like this. This does not feel good, but I'm going to be accountable to set my boundaries or to uh, allow myself to no longer partake in this. And within that, I'm going to turn to God. I'm going to turn to my source and I'm going to ask for the forgiveness and the clarity and the healing and and the cleansing. And I'm going to move on my merry way, doing what is best for me. And that is going to be a reality. That's going to be your new standard. When you shift paradigms, when you shift energies, when you shift states of being, you equally are going to shift things in your reality because you're learning to tailor your life, your external reality, to one that mirrors and mimics the one that you desire within you. And with God on your side, you always have your back covered. See, we as humans have been trained and conditioned to believe that we're supposed to bear the weight of the world on our shoulders by ourselves. So when this person doesn't agree or this person wants to do something differently or this isn't working out, that now all of a sudden that burden is on us and then we feel a deeper seated sense of betrayal. But if your connection is always plugged into a higher source or you're coming into that connection and you're learning to trust within God and pray to God and do all these beautiful things, God, and find your relationship with God, not a religion, a relationship, then you learn that you weren't supposed to carry that betrayal, that heaviness, that burden all this time by yourself. 
and you can forgive yourself and you can go through the healing. You can allow yourself to be, you know, forgiven for whatever you have done in that experience and, and move forward with your life. And it just becomes so much easier. It really does. Because then when you have the monkey mind that comes in that says, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Who are you to think this? Who are you to dream this? Who are you to do that? This is uncomfortable. Look what you did. You go back to, well, I was only doing what was best for me. And I trust in God to show me the way to walk me through the experience, to help me uncover, you know, my truth in this. And that's going to be uncomfortable to other people. And it's going to provoke the things that they're not looking at within them. But, you know, I trust in my connection. I trust in this lesson of life. Life is a lesson. Life is a journey. Life isn't these, you know, destination stops that just like, (laughs) like the whole thing, your whole experience of the entire time you live on earth it's a lesson. It's a journey. It's, it's the, it's a school, right? It never stops just once you leave grade 12 or university or your master's degree or whatever amount of schooling that you end up feeling called to take in your life. So once you're getting a master's degree, I think that is your whole life. <laughs> Phil says if you're getting a master's degree, he thinks that's going to end up being your whole life. <laughs> Which I can't necessarily disagree with because my aunt is going for her whatever comes above your master's degree and she's in her late fifties now she's been in school for a very long time. So, but that's one person experience, um, which is funny. So going back to this on an individual level, are you moving through the energy of betrayal? Is your sadness, overwhelm, anger, frustration actually rooted in betrayal? And if it is, your invitation is to go within and to look at where you are betraying yourself, where you're not following through with your standards, where you're not following through with your commitments, where you're overlooking the uh, actions that people are taking towards you, or you're taking them as like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. Well, guess what? They have no problem hurting yours. And it's not about they hurt me, so I'm going to hurt them. It's about, no, they hurt me. So instead of allowing them to continue to do this to me, I'm going to turn to my source, to my God, and I am going to allow that to set my standard that in love, there will be love and in hate and anger and, um, distrust and betrayal, then I can grant forgiveness, but I'm also not going to allow them to continue to pursue treating me this way, because then you're equally mirroring and reflecting back to you, back to God, that you don't actually care about that standard that you set. And I want to share that this isn't something that I'm just preaching to you. This is something that I have equally learned on my journey and will continue to learn on my journey over my life as I continue this mission and sharing with all of you and teaching all of you and, you know, going through my own trainings and going through my own life lessons. I have in a multitude of experiences, um, been, been granted opportunities is how I will say it to set boundaries. And, Um, in some cases forced what seemed like forced to turn to God and ask for forgiveness or for guidance or for healing or for clarity. And sometimes it didn't show up right away. And when it didn't, I always chose to go within. And that still didn't mean that I was going to get that exact download right now. Oh, it was this thing. Oh, I need to do this thing. It's a practice, right? Your connection to God is a practice. When you're learning to build self-trust, it is a practice. When you are learning to lean on your intuition, it is a practice because we are trained and conditioned for generations to not, to not look that way, to fear so many things, to 
you know, always be on our toes, very survivalistic tendencies because our, our grandparents, our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents, our ancestors, you know, they built their lives from sticks and straw and mud. And, you know, they came up in an industry that was developing and we in this generation and beyond are going to have access like a snap of a fingers to technology and houses and all these things just already prepared for us. And so, as we in this generation have these things just already prepared for us, our attention spans shorten because we don't have to work as hard or seemingly work as hard for things. And what's beautiful about that is our entire generation is being presented the opportunity to not have to worry about the survivalistic things and actually to focus more on our healing and our connection to, to God and, and going through that recommitment is what I'm going to call it. So if you're finding yourself in a space where at the seed of your experience is betrayal, go within because there's a, a part of you that is betraying yourself. And that's not the most comforting truth, but it is the honest truth. And what's beautiful about that is you bring yourself to self-accountability. And when you have self-accountability, you can't do anything wrong because you understand that every choice and decision you make is a lesson and experience worth learning. And you check yourself every time. That's what Phil says. <laughs> but it's true because when things aren't going the way that I want them in my life, it comes down to two things. I'm either not trusting in God or I'm not checking myself. And if those are my only two problems, let's say, well, it's an easy fix every time. Okay, so um, let's talk about some of the things to come. I want to oversight this because quite honestly, the minuscule nitty gritty details are not going to be helpful for you. Um, they're just not. And that is my perceived projection um, of this, but I'm also looking at it from my own experience as well. And I'm going to explain why I don't feel like it's necessary to know the date by date by date. First and foremost, going back to, we have been conditioned to be hypervigilant for the last year and a half. It's been one thing after another it was you know, child, uh, like all children matter. And then it was Hillary Clinton and then it was Hollywood. And then it was, you know, this thing. And then it was lockdowns and then it was masks. And then it was the virus and then it was shots and then it was masks and then it was lockdowns. And then it was so on and so forth. And now we're here in this space where everything seems to be opening up. But at the same time, we're also in this space right now where there are countries on the absolute uprise. They will not stand for any of this anymore. And we're also starting to see that there are some states uh, and provinces preparing, if not already, in the plans of re-mandating things. So this is going to continue. This back and forth is going to continue. It stops when we as citizens decide that it stops. When I want to use this example because um, I have worked with a multitude of clients on this very thing, and I feel like it's so important. I am here to tell the truth, not to bring comfort to you. So I want you to know that if you feel triggered by what I'm about to say, I'm not attacking you. I'm not judging you. And I'm actually sharing this very neutrally. And why I'm sharing this is because there is some really um, either empowering or disempowering psychological um evidence that you are, I don't, evidence isn't necessarily the right word, psychological perspectives that you are then presenting to your children um, that will affect them in their future. So here's the example. I have worked with a few clients who are um, 
they're either for the masks or against the masks. I'll use this one for example. They're either for the masks or against the masks, but either one of the perspectives that they take, they're putting the mask on, especially the ones who don't agree with it. And they're looking at their kids and they're saying, I don't agree with this. And then they put it on anyways. I don't agree with this, but I'm going to put it on anyways. I don't agree with this. This isn't good. Don't do what mommy's doing. We shouldn't be doing this, but then they're putting it on anyways. Again, I'm not judging, blaming, or shaming anyone for doing this. This is a part of the conditioning that we're equally learning to break in our society. And that is the conditioning of compliance, where even when presented with the evidence, um, if you're someone who says, oh, well, it's been debunked, well, you can't debunk something that's in a trial because you have to wait till the end of the trial then to actually study the evidence. So as we are moving through this experience, if you are saying one thing and doing another, this goes back to the root cause of betrayal. You are betraying yourself by not upholding and following through with your values. And then for your children to witness you saying you're not with for something, but going against it and doing it anyways, you're teaching them to then betray their own instinctual self patterns, beliefs, and identity. And that can cause a very damaging ramification on the child psychology, especially as they're growing up in a society where everywhere they go, there's social distancing and fear mongering and propagation that, you know, you don't know what this person's going to say or what this person's going to do, or if this person's going to freak out. And so this isn't about worrying about your external reality, but if you as the parent are not, not upholding your own standard, right? Whether you, for this is for the example of masks, right? If you're doing something that you're equally expressing, you don't believe in or want to do, and your child is witnessing you do that, well, when they become older, they're going to look at you and say, well, I watched you for a year, two years, three years, four years, however long this carries out, do one thing and say another. So why am I going to then listen to you? You teach them to devalue themselves. You teach them that what they say and what they do can be two different things. And that's not okay because then there's no structure. There's no standard. And there's no principle behind what they then choose to do as they grow up as a human being. As a parent, it is so important that when we do whatever we do, that we do it from a place of following through and equally understanding that we can teach our children that we're not right and we can learn lessons and that it's important to check yourself and self-accountability. But when you're outwardly doing one thing and, and they're saying one thing and doing another, you're going to disempower your child as they get older, especially if they're young when they're in the most programmable state. From zero to seven is where children learn their identity. And from seven to 12 is where they then learn to express that identity and find themselves within that identity. So if your child is between any one of those stages and you're saying one thing and doing another, you're going to create a negative impact on the way that they then view other people, equally trust themselves, trust other people, and the way that they then learn to navigate life and reality. Right. So these things are really important. And as we start to see more things unfold in the world where we have mandates come back and we have them go away, we have mandatory things come in and we have them go away. And it's this back and forth and these uprisings of citizens, thankfully, who are standing up and saying, we're not doing this anymore. It is going to be so crucial and important for you as a parent, especially if you're a parent and equally just even for self um, to really be making sure that you're following through with what you say and what you believe and what you do. And I'm not saying you need to pick a side. I'm just saying whatever you pick, 
let's make sure that we're upholding that in our actions, in the words that we're saying, and being willing on any side, either side, to always be open to learning. Because the second you believe that you know everything, you have shut yourself down from having an opportunity to learn, to grow. And that's equally coming back to that energy of betrayal. If I stood here and said, I know everything about energy. I don't need to take another course. I don't need another trainer. I don't need another program. I don't need anything. I'm good. I got this. I'm a master. I'm the guru, whatever. Well, I'm only 29 years old. And if I live for another 30, 40, 50, 60 years, that leaves so much opportunity for me to learn and grow. But if I stood here in my pride and wasn't willing to learn and grow and adjust and, you know, integrate new things and change the way that I'm doing things, well, that would be a disservice to not only myself, but also my family and to my clients and my students. So always allow yourself to be learning. Life is a journey. Life isn't just about you get to one point, you're good and never changes, right? Like you can cross milestones and you can celebrate all of them and you can celebrate the lows as much as you celebrate the highs because there's so many beautiful lessons in the lows as much as there is in the celebration of the highs. But when you don't allow yourself to learn and grow and to continue and you get caught up in pride and fear is really where you're going to find yourself struggling. And I share this with you because I help people work through this. So if I help people work through this and you're listening to this podcast, then maybe this is the perfect episode for you at this time. Because if you're struggling with something, it comes back to two things. You either don't trust in God or you're not leaning on God or you're not checking yourself. And I say this because I hold myself to the same standard. I don't teach things that I don't do for myself. And this is really important because as we cross these thresholds of watching citizens stand up, the protests are going to start to really um, become a big thing globally. But for longer periods of time, there is going to be more destruction because people are sick and tired of betrayal from their country, betrayal from their government, betrayal from having one thing promised. And then within five minutes or five days or five weeks or, you know, three weeks to flatten the curve. Okay. Two years later, right? Like people are sick and tired of this nonsense. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And that's what we're seeing play out. So at this point, people are saying enough is enough. Like there's not enough substantiating evidence. You can't debunk things because the trials of these things aren't even over. Um, there's, there's way more evidence to back the negative impacts of this than there are the positives. And we are literally watching people's lives get destroyed. I'm not going to take part in this anymore. And that's where we're going to start seeing these uprisings. I also believe that within this, we're going to start seeing shortages on food. We're going to start seeing things about our food and our water industries really coming to light where it's not as good as we've been let it to be. Um, just because it has a sticker of organic on it doesn't mean it's actually organic. Um, if you have the opportunity to buy from local markets, you might spend a little bit more in the long run, but the quality and the fulfillment you're going to get from food being grown from people putting love and positive and nurturing vibrations into it is going to be far better than, um, an industry that's spraying your food with glyphosates and, um, fertilizers. So, um, within these things, if you feel called to do some prep work, you're never going to, um, be out or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you're, when you prep, let's say you prep, but then you don't actually need the things you prep for. What's what I'm looking for? Uh, you're empowered and you're just living out of abundance. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. Like you're never going to be behind. Like if you prep in lieu of anticipating food shortages, but then there aren't food shortages, 
you're not going to be behind because you've prepped. What's that word? Prepping. No, I can't think of it. Anyways, there's another word. Spirit, show me the way. They're going to fill it in here in the middle of a sentence coming up. <laughs> okay, so you cannot be behind prepping for things, whether they happen or not. And I want to use this as an example. There was a lot of social media in media influencers over, I think it was between a, uh, February, January, February, and April that we're talking about. I think that timeline's wrong, but it started about December, January. And I think the Texas, uh, blackouts was in like March or April. Um, but anyways, so we had these social media influencers who were big on prepping, big on, you know, the things that were coming in the world and so on and so forth, um, who were like, got to prep, got to prep, got to prep, got to prep. And then sure enough, it wasn't statewide, uh, or it wasn't, um, across the continent. It was across a couple States where they had blackouts floodings and shortages. And so anyone who had actually prepped in any other state other than Texas, I think the other one was Oregon um, or Ohio, they were prepared. They have an abundance of things in their closet that they can use. And the ones who did prepare in all these places that did have the blackouts, well, they were prepared, right? So you can never go wrong preparing for things to come. And it's actually a fault of ours and a conditioning of ours that we are learning to break to not be prepared. We, we have all these things at the touch of our fingers and it takes us away from wanting to acquire skills and actually just allow ourselves to prepare for life in itself, right? If you live off grid, if you want to live off grid, if you live on a farm, if you live on an acreage, it's important to have things like an abundance of water, know how to or how to have a generator and, and run these things. I don't, but that's one of the problems. We lost that skill set when it came to all this technology. We lost what our for or our ancestors have done. I mean, they had to prep, they had to prep every day. It was just a lifestyle because there was a shortage of supply of getting water at times or food. Those were back in the days when you had to hunt your food. That was your primary source. Now we have skipped the dishes. And if that doesn't work now, I gotta go to the store. That's the hardest thing we usually face. And we become complacent in that. And it would be good, actually. That's the benefit. If you want to look at an optimistic point of view as to what happened so far, how many of you have somebody or you in your household that picked up a new skill during all this COVID stuff? How many husbands learn to cook more often? Or wives, whoever's working more than not, who maybe got affected by all this? Have you learned how to cook? Have you learned to pick up new skills? how to teach your kids more, how to be more conscious in what we're teaching our kids. There's a lot of optimism. It's a very opportune time to be alive, to get back and recorrect the complacency in society. That's all I got. Mr. Two Cents? Yeah, Two Cents brought to you by Phil. That Phil guy's Two that Cents? Phil guy. <laughs> I love it. And absolutely, I agree. And here's the thing. This isn't... This episode of this podcast isn't about like saying, hey, look, you need to go out and do all these things right now. Like you're behind, you need to do them or you're fucked. Like, no, 
<laughs> you're not, but look at some of the things and ways that you can start preparing for your life. Because again, you can't be behind by setting yourself up for success. If you run a business online, if you're a light worker, if you're a healer, these things are so important for you because you are teaching yourself self-sustainability, which is ultimately what you're desiring as an outcome anyways, is to have that lifestyle that is self-sustaining and free and connected to nature and, you know, more off grid. I don't know very many light workers that desire the million dollar houses in the suburbs, the, the higher you go in your conscious state of being and, and ascending with your gifts and your understanding, you want nature, you want space. You don't want to be in a city because there's too much energy, there's too much frequencies. You desire that place, that space to be able to create, to be free, to walk naked out your door if you want to, and just enjoy the time by yourself without people peeping over the fence. Right? So as you are growing your business, as you're growing your skills, as you're growing your own, you know, vision for your future, it might not look like, oh, what I want is a tiny house on a acreage lot. Cause that's not where I started. That's where I am. <laughs> right. I was a city girl who found Phil and he was like, no acreage, not living in an apartment. And I had an apartment in the city and within, I think it was like three or four weeks of us dating, he secured an acreage lot. And I was super hesitant about even moving out there where I was like, okay, I'm all in. And I was like, ah, no, I like my apartment. Oh, this is scary. I don't like this. And eventually I decided to suck it up and actually just trust the direction that this was going. You're welcome. And it changed my life. And I moved onto an acreage and we had the craziest two years following that of our lives, but it led us to the space where we learned to trust in God and check ourselves. And what that allowed us to do is really look at our values. What do we want to teach our kids? Where do we want to go in life? I shared on my stories the other day, how, um, we don't agree with a lot of the things with the school system, like reading, writing, and math are important, but you know, all these other things that we're taught when it comes to like socializing your children. And if they're not in school, they're not going to be socialized. And if they don't learn this, they don't, it's like, how much of that stuff do you retain anyways? Is that actually adding value to your life by cramming knowledge down? On your throat that you have no interest in learning. So instead, why don't we teach them things that they're actually interested in learning and go from there and then follow through with like teaching new skills and so on and so forth. And that is, you know, something that I was actually shocked when sharing that because I had a lot of moms reach out to me who over this COVID time ended up having, was forced into homeschooling and is feeling really let down by the school systems or, or, you know, feeling judgment or shame towards themselves because they're not keeping up or can't keep up because they have two kids or three kids or one kid. And they're just like having a hard time. And it's like, why do we put so much pressure on ourselves to uphold this specific narrative of learning when it's like all kids learn differently anyways. And if you look to, if you interview anyone and ask them what they wish they had most growing up in their lives, it comes down to nurturing and affection, having proud parents, um, parents that are around and spending time with them and ones that'll just like sit and play with them. Like they don't remember all these things. Like China, Russia, right? Like it's so indoctrinated to just like learn, 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 cram it in, take the test. Okay. On to the next. It's like, well, I didn't retain any of that. It, and it builds stress. It builds this energy in this environment that if you don't know this, you're not going to be smart enough and you don't get an A, you're not going to get a good grade and you're not going to you know, do good things in life. It's like some of the best people uh, didn't even make it through high school and build multi-million dollar businesses. So if you are someone who is, you know, moving through the challenges of life right now, 
trust in God and check yourself because as these things start to unfold in the world, whether it's a push for mandatory shots or it's more masks again, or it's, you know, cities getting burned to the ground because people are not going to put up with this anymore, or it's, um, you know, climate change lockdowns, which is one of the things that's speculated to come. If you're in Canada, I keep hearing from people across the provinces that if they are in the police forces or they are know of people in the police forces that they're prepping for lockdowns again. And then I hear that these lockdowns are going to be um, climate change lockdowns, like as if we can really force people inside because of it. That's the whole thing. That's so unnecessary. But Nobody's going to listen to that, you know, (laughs) and then we are going to have more out of planet threats. This is going to be a big one because as people start to realize that they have a choice over their body and they actually want to exercise the rights of choice over their body. And these viruses are uh, basically a 99% recovery. And I'm not saying that people who aren't affected or influenced by it aren't affected or feel um, in fear because of it are you know, they're not having those experiences. Um, but then it really comes down to, are you trusting in God? And are you checking yourself? Because if you aren't checking, if you're not trusting in God, you're going to naturally feel the fear of the world. And if you're not checking yourself, then you're not learning. And if you're not learning, then you're going to feel alone and isolated in your belief in your experience, in your world, in your reality. And it's going to perpetuate that fear. And again, I share this with you, not because it's supposed to come for you, but because it is the truth. And that's really what it comes down to with anything. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're all for personal development. So if this is triggering you, this is a really beautiful opportunity for you to check in with yourself. Because if we're fearing things that haven't actually even been proven to exist, let's start with that. Okay. That's very, um, a very challenging thing to say, not for me, but, or I should say to hear, uh, then you know, what are we doing? Why are you on this earth? What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to stay perpetuated in fear from the manipulation of the media and all these things that are going to start coming out or happening, whether it's now, whether it's in the future, whether it's this virus, whether it's this shortage, whether it's this thing, it's like, what do you want to focus on? Because those things can simultaneously exist at the same time that you're healing and ascending and receiving beautiful, beautiful blessings. And it really comes back down to trusting in God and checking yourself every single time. So what are you doing to help yourself? And where are you experiencing betrayal? And how can you check in with you? And ultimately, find forgiveness. Because forgiveness always sets you free. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Well, I guess you just need to ask yourself, what, <clears throat> what does life mean to you? Just to wake up in the day. Why'd you wake up today? What'd you wake up to achieve? Right? When you lay your head down tonight, was it a day you wanted to have in your life? What's wrong with your hair? No, no it's glowing. Biggest thing is you have to ask yourself, you got to look at the risks and I'm just going to speak from my personal, you know, uh, example, I guess I look at the situation to do with, you know, give me a C, give me an I, give me a V O D no (laughs) V I D anyways, C O V I D when I'm, when we're talking about that and you look at the risk, it's let's let's say it does exist and let's say they did figure it out and we're looking at something that's less than the cold 
okay, now is that worth me um, stopping everything I've wanted to do in life in order to simply exist another day, even just one other day? This is coming from a person who did die. I did. There's no disputing that. You can't take that away from me. I was on a ventilator four times for extended periods of time. <clears throat> I would risk that again any day to live one more day in true purpose and happiness and something that's meaningful, a pursuit of some sort to live in fear and place all of my power into an external group of people in hopes that they would get it right without even digging into it at all you're doing yourself an injustice. Yeah. You're, you're not serving your soul whatsoever. And why did you wake up today? Just start by asking yourself that because you did wake up and that itself is a miracle. You're here again, one more day on earth. What a crazy experience. What's today going to hold, right? We live, we live every single day that way. Yeah. We wake up and we're like, okay, I'm here again. That's, <laughs> that's kind of cool because that's a reality to me. I've lived my last day several times or what I thought was my last day. And when you have that experience, not one, not two, not even three, but multiple times, you don't take that for granted anymore. You just don't take it for granted. I wake up again. I have to, it has to be for a reason. If it's not for a reason, why did I wake up? Why should I even get out of bed? And that is all. <laughs> Those two cents. All right. So you have a lot to think about, right? Um, in a way, I kind of hope I may have triggered some of you because if you are being triggered, that means you're being challenged. And if you're being challenged, that means you're, you're being invited to seek your own truth. Now, your truth may not be my truth. And I don't expect my truth to be yours because we are two different people and we're supposed to live two different lives. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you are at peace with yourself and your decisions in your life and you are learning and you are growing and you are checking yourself and you're trusting in God, you will come to a neutral, neutral, neutral experience with everything you hear because you're always willing to find what suits you best, what works for you best, or what's leading you best versus just complying, listening, adopting it, and then moving forward from that space. And I say this because I was someone who went down all the rabbit holes last year read, listened to, watched all the things, spent months in absolute fear and feeling super overwhelmed and anxious ridden by the state of the world and what was to come. And anyone who pretty much said anything about what was to come has all, almost all of it played out in the timeline. Um, some in bigger ways than others, some in smaller ways than others. But the point is, is you can never be unprepared and that the world is always going to be changing. We can't go back to the past ever unless you have a time machine. Okay. Arguably you can astral travel, but like, that's a whole other thing. Okay. So physical body in this reality, 2020 timeline, <laughs> as soon as I said it, my guys are like, girl, we're multidimensional. We can go wherever we want, but like, let's just keep it. 3D this time, <laughs> right? We can't go back to the past. And what is normal when we're all conditioned and compliant and um, 
complacent anyways, right? Is that a life you want to live? Do you want to live in that life where you're not willing to dream about leaving your nine to five? Or you're not willing to take actions or you're willing to listen. You're willing to do all these things that other people are telling you to, and you're willing to not know who's actually in your corner. And you're willing to not see the relationships in your life for what they are. You're not willing to find new ways to learn how to make money or to save money or to invest money or to do things differently with money, or you're not willing to actually follow through with your health commitments. Like what did that life look like? Because none of that was normal. Life isn't normal. Life is an adventure. Life is exciting. Life is overwhelming. Life is challenging. And then it always comes back to these two things, trust in God and check yourself because in that experience, you will always be led. You can trust your intuition. You are safe to dream big. And these things will unfold and unravel for you. And then next week's episode, I'm going to be sharing a really fun story with you about how we decided to change our mind on our tiny house um, at the spur of a moment. And it is working out into being becoming an incredible adventure. So kind of what I talked about in the moment or in the beginning. <laughs> All right. There's lots to think about. I hope uh, this resonated with you. I would love to know what uh, your takeaway was. You can screenshot this episode and take me on Instagram. I'd love to know. Let's open a discussion. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to shame. I'm not here to any of those things. I approach everything neutrally and I'm here to challenge because if you're going to learn from me, I'm going to challenge you just like I challenge myself, just like my coaches challenge me because that is where the true growth in lies. And that's, that's what I'm here to help you with. Um, beyond that, I have a new offer coming out this week and I am so excited to get this into your hands, into your lives, because you are a magnetic woman and you can do powerful things. And that's what this new program is going to be all about channeled directly from source, directly from God to help you empower your life. So stay tuned. Um, what else do we have going on this week? Let's update you since we're here and chatting. So this week, what do we have to come in the membership community? We have this Wednesday, our energy life coaching and embodiment practice, uh, call. And then we have the dark to light series, which is a free series that I'm going to be doing on my IGTV talking about how to basically discern the difference between a spiritual teacher teaching out of love and light and out of true pure energy and one who is leading you into a cult. So that's going to be really important as we start to see the spiritual industry really blow up as people turn to want to uncover and understand their energy and discern all these things that I talked about today with you. Um, your energy is the, is the currency. That's what those in charge or after, and that's what we are equally um, in control of. And so we're going to see a lot of new teachers, new age, new spiritual quantum. And I want to make sure that if you're learning from me, you're learning ethically and you're learning appropriately and you're learning tailored to your understanding and experience to help you grow and ascend appropriately because you can, in fact, take trainings that are far beyond your own comprehension and actually integrate too much energy into your body that hasn't been trained to hold that type of frequency. And it will make you sick and it could actually trigger a nervous system response that is not ideal or, um, uh, 
can be very overwhelming, anxious ridden. So um, if you're learning from me, I'm going to make sure you're learning ethically. And I am here to set a standard in this industry. So that's what the Dark Flight series is all about. There's a new free download. Lots of things, lots of updates. We're going to take a minute to update you. Um, there is a new free download on my website. So you can go to rileyjune.ca and you can log in and drop your name and email. And it's going to give you access to a free resource hub. So this hub has uh, currently two two trainings in it for you, a full workbook, um, for you to assess your energy, lean into yourself, do some work. There's some meditations in there as well. And I'm just going to continue to grow and pack it with some really good stuff for you guys. So you can go and sign up and get that. You've got to log into my site to get access to the portal. Um, but it is, it's just going to get jam packed with really good stuff. So I want to make sure that whatever level you're at, I'm setting you up and helping you out. Um, we have a new website dropping this week. I've almost completed it. I'm so excited. Um, my website is transitioning from, uh, from more of a service provider to, I guess I would still be a service provider. It's just changing. Um, I took readings out last week. I did an announcement and I'm no longer going to be offering readings outside of, I have a higher self emailed reading and then only in my membership community. So outside of that, I'm not going to be doing readings anymore. I'm fully stepping in and transitioning into being the activator that I have been designed to be in this space, in this global transition. And uh, the website is going to help you to navigate the level of consciousness you're at, where you're starting, what trainings, programs, and experiences are best suited for you at those levels, and just help you to ethically grow and expand from that space. So um, new offer coming out on Thursday, dark to light free series starting on Tuesday, new download on the website, new website coming. We've got lots of good stuff. And um, soon I'm going to have a video vlog because we're going to be taking the Riley June show on the road. So Whoa, you just dropped the bomb. <laughs> I didn't because it doesn't have any details, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you to come along. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. I love you. Remember, don't forget to find the magic in today. And I hope you have a magical day. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to just thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every week. If you weren't already aware, new episodes drop on Mondays. If you could please be so kind as to screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Riley June with your biggest takeaway, or if you know someone who could really use the insight and guidance provided to you in this session today, I would love for you to go ahead and share this directly to them. I look forward to continuing to bring you insight, guidance, and self-mastery activation tools that you can implement into your life now to truly evolve and become the divine expander that you are. All right, I cannot wait to chat with you soon. And remember, don't forget to go and find the magic in today.